0: Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller.
1: Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance them and you as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support is offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Getting permission is as simple as registering your children at suzymiller.com forward slash registerkid. Again, that's www.susymiller.com forward slash registerkid. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 640 children who are receiving the benefit of this energy work. Before we begin pure Presence, all about the kids today, here is a message from the Awakening Zone Academy.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Farmer, shamanic practitioner, former psychotherapist, and author of Animal Spirit Guides and Earth Magic, as well as several other books and oracle cards. The natural world communicates with us all the time, something our long-ago ancestors knew and indigenous people today accept as fact. You can learn to receive and interpret messages from spirit through the animals serving as animal spirit guides, something that is relatively easy and fun to learn. The animals will teach you and help guide you on your soul's journey. Join me for this exclusive class, Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides, that will be available in the Awakening Zone Academy until September 30th. For more information, visit AwakeningZoneAcademy.com. Welcome
1: back to Peer Presence, all about the kids. So today I'd like to have a um, conversation that at least through my body of work has been somewhat somewhat controversial, and I know that within the mainstream kind of population, especially um, the mainstream autism population, it's also been fairly controversial. So we'll see where we go today. But um, within the last week, um, uh, uh, CDC scientist, Dr. William Thompson, has um, confirmed that the CDC has been hiding evidence for close to, you know, a decade or so um, regarding the, the implications of the MMR vaccine um, as it goes with, you know, as it's implicated in autism. And what. Dr. Thompson was saying is that the CDC covered up information that especially in um, particular races in black children, there was a 340% increase or spike for this population um, in autism after children received the MMR. And so, you know, they were hiding that information regarding that particular population or that particular race um, because they had had some implications with hiding things around that population before. And so, so anyway, this has kind of come out within the last week, and it's kind of being broadcast on. But definitely not within the mainstream media by any stretch, because. Um, that wouldn't work for them, but definitely being broadcast um, in kind of alternative media. Dr. Andrew Wakefield, um, as some of you might know, who was the physician who um, several a couple of decades ago uh, was able to pair the MMR vaccine with with autism specifically as well and if any of you have followed Dr. Wakefield's um journey, medical uh professional journey you know that um he was he was really vilified. I mean, he's from the UK. This is a gentleman who was not able to um even continue working in the United Kingdom because they had really vilified the fact that he had put these two things together. Um, The Lancet, which is their medical journal, um, really kind of went after him. You know, we in the United States, you know, through mainstream media, really went after him as far as when he put these two things together. And what's interesting to me is a long, you know, back in the days of Riley, back in 1999, when I was first really getting exposed to children specifically diagnosed with autism and other children that had varying, um, quote-unquote, conditions. Every time I would ask the children, and this is a question that I asked directly of Riley um, at one point as well. Every time I asked the children about the correlation between vaccines and autism, they, one, continually would say that, yes, in some cases, that was, quote, unquote, the trigger that um, created the um, the symptomology or what you would consider the negative symptomology of autism. I also asked him repeatedly about Dr. Andrew Wakefield because there was something about the information that he provided that just intuitively, just at a at a deep heart level, just resonated as so true. And yet, of course, he's being vilified everywhere. And one of the things that the collective consciousness of the children said over and over, every single time I asked about this particular gentleman, it was always that he is accurate and he is honest. And so I thought that that was really interesting because, like many of you, you know, back in 1999 where there were very few people talking about um, autism in relationship to vaccines, you know, I was hearing these kinds of things, and yet, um, you know, mainstream media, of course, was saying what they were saying, um, and Dr. Andrew Wakefield was saying what he was saying, and the children were, you know, getting their two cents about it from that more um, uh, energetic perspective or telepathic perspective. Uh, so, so, all of this is going on. What's interesting as well is, I, as I began to talk about um, children diagnosed with autism and about the gifts that they bring, that the, the collective consciousness that they are actually offering to humanity at this time you know, what they what they know versus what they don't know. As I would begin to talk to people about the correlation between vaccines and autism, um, it was really interesting because I found myself in a position where people would say, well, how can you say that there's a correlation between vaccines and autism and at the same time say that, autism is not a, quote, unquote, disorder, or it's not. um, and, And it was either, you know, people were asking me to kind of take a position as to, you know, are these children highly evolved souls who are coming to impart a particular level of consciousness to humanity at this point? And is that why there are so many of them? and or is um, it because we have a population of children who are being um, uh, being uh, almost forced into some kind of condition because of vaccines and other levels of toxicity. And what I really want to share today is um, – this either or perception is such the antithesis of what consciousness is all about. This either or, it has to be this way or that way. The duality of they either are or they are not is, it's really the complete antithesis of the, of the consciousness that they are bringing right now. So it's more like it's an and okay, instead of an either-or. And what I've noticed over the years and connecting with, I mean, really it's in the thousands of families and children now, um, and specifically diagnosed with autism and then, like I say, on to those that are energetically sensitive, what I find so interesting is from a soul perspective, okay, from from a soul perspective and a collective consciousness perspective, you have a population of children who are coming at this time who are, their main directive is to enhance our collective consciousness. And they're doing that through through energy. They're doing that through the vibrational aspects of their being they're also doing that through the the uh, awareness that they bring to light simply because they are as they are. They're physical, they're present, and they do present the challenges that they present. So from a consciousness perspective, you know, at some point we all evolve or could all evolve into the place where our physicality, um, our, our our physical, mental, emotional, dimensional aspects of self are all in service, our soul are all in service to consciousness, to the conscious to evolving consciousness. That's exactly what this population of children is doing from my vantage point. And they are using every single aspect of their beingness all those all those levels and layers and aspects of self that we just described to bring to awareness higher states of consciousness so so one of the things that is happening as we watch this population you know number one all eyes are on them because we have an ever increasing uh rate of autism, you know, the number is just going up, and you can say that for whatever reason you want to say it is. You know, it's better diagnosis, you know, people being um, diagnosed who aren't actually autistic. You know, you can come up with any reason you want. But if we keep going to the broader perspective, that soul's perspective, that that brings things into light, move things into higher states of consciousness perspective, you can see that it doesn't really, on the one hand, it doesn't really matter why there there are so many more being diagnosed. But what does matter is that it is completely drawing our attention to this population. You know, everybody and their dog has a vantage point, um, including me, Um, regarding this particular population. But what if that's very purposeful? What if at a consciousness level it's very purposeful that we be having our attention there, that by having our attention there, somehow we are being changed or altered at an energetic level. Somehow our consciousness is beginning to shift in subtle and not-so-subtle ways. And what happens if a collective consciousness wants to bring attention to those aspects of our humanity that no longer serve an evolving consciousness? So what happens from that perspective if if that population says, well, you know what, the way our pharmaceutical companies are are running right now, not really that effective for an evolving humanity. You know, what about the way money relates to medicine might not be that great of a um, trajectory for an evolving human consciousness. So this collective consciousness literally brings attention to that through their own... um, quote-unquote, disorder through their own um, presentation of what goes wrong within an individual who is attempting to evolve in consciousness and yet uh, gets kind of dragged into an energy that is much more dense than what they are trying to evolve into things rising to the surface right now. Um, and that is a direct result of the the level of consciousness, the collective consciousness that these individuals, that these children are bringing to the planet at this time. So we're going to continually see that things that have been hidden are going to rise to the surface. We see that anytime time... Um, a big shift in consciousness takes place. It's like the higher light frequencies come in. Everything that's dense in frequency rises to the surface. It gets seen so that a new choice can be made so that that consciousness can evolve. um, So humanity can evolve consciously, right, so that there is actually choice involved. So whether it's the revelation that probably to you all is not a revelation at all. Most of you probably have kind of moved out of that strictly medical scientific model quite a while ago. Um, So it's probably no surprise to you that, you know, that this revelation is coming out of, you know, a CDC um, scientist. And the results are probably also not very surprising to you. What is interesting to me is one of the things that this scientist keeps saying. He keeps saying that he has so much guilt. He has so much um he has such a sense of remorse for having known this and yet hidden it um for this period of time. And and interestingly What have most parents of children diagnosed with autism taken on um, as an emotional pattern, guilt, remorse? You know, every single time you even look at the possibility that vaccines or any other level of toxicity could be related to a particular – your child's condition – where You know, most people, especially early on, the first place they went to, remorse, guilt, they, they literally were taking on the emotional pattern of what was being hidden. So on the one hand, you know, this is, this is very multidimensional in nature. So what is hidden is not just hidden at a physical level. It's hidden at an emotional level, it's hidden at a mental level, it's hidden at a dimensional level. And so when something like this rises to the surface, when it becomes an awareness at a physical level, it also starts to unravel all the places where we have, as a collective humanity, held that emotional body pattern, that mental body pattern, that physical body pattern. So this one individual coming forward, um, you know, we can we can make him wrong for not having said this for a long period of time, or we can really allow ourselves to stay with the intention that the children have had all along, which was to bring things of this nature to consciousness. Um, And because when when that does come to consciousness, again, it's not just one man saying something, it's one man saying something at a pivotal moment in time that begins to release all of the energetic imprints of that particular issue at a physical, mental, emotional level. When that begins to unwind, that in and of itself, will unwind throughout humanity. And if it unwinds throughout humanity, guess what? It makes it that much easier for your children to be here and to be present. So, again, you've got a collective consciousness of children who are bringing a certain vibrational frequency, a certain vibrational awareness into the density that density is then revealing itself as um, the limitation that it is, right? And once that limitation is revealed, humanity now has new choices, new ways of dealing with whatever has been, whatever has emerged. And in that choice, we make a collective movement to choose a higher road, if you will, we choose that higher road, and the children's vibrational frequency is able to be that much closer to our vibrational frequency. And then it happens all over again. So this energy is going to continually layer out. You're going to see this layering out for years now because the, the amount of information, the awareness that is held in the collective consciousness of these children is really unprecedented. I mean, in the past, when we were going through changes of epoch like this, humanity literally got annihilated in order to create a new level of human consciousness. I mean, we literally um, were no more simply because it was time to evolve into another state of consciousness. This is the first evolutionary cycle where we are maintaining our human forms as we go through that process. And first time. So is that challenging? Absolutely. Is that, is it, um, um, a huge potential for awareness to stay conscious as humanity is changing, as things are arising where we really see where we have created from limitation. You know, is that a, a huge potential and possibility? Absolutely. So it's... um it, And it fascinates me that we've got like these two layers of consciousness. We have the layer of the collective consciousness of the children and we have the layer of humanity's base collective consciousness. And then they, and then we have all of us to kind of function somewhere as bridges or intermediaries in between. But it's so fascinating to me that, that this broader band of energy, this, this more evolved, if you will, band of energy is coming right down into the collective through the collective consciousness of the children and that that information is bubbling to the surface that no longer serves that particular band of consciousness. That maybe we don't have to be annihilated or annihilate ourselves in the process maybe we can simply open to these new revelations, these new awarenesses, and begin to make new choices as a collective humanity. And so one of the other things that I really want to stress today um, in this kind of information is, again, from the collective consciousness perspective of the children, they see what is right and what is honorable. They see what is accurate um, and honest. They are perceiving from that from that perspective. They are also perceiving from the perspective of a clear intention to really open this heart energy within us. So whether it's that Dr. William Thompson's heart energy really began to open, and because it began to open, he can no longer hold a particular secret, or whether it's because, you know, whomever, you know, the whistleblowers of the world are right now, something something is happening within the collective heart humanity's heart is breaking open and it's beginning to break open not just for um, the sake of the individual, but it's beginning to break open for the sake of the whole. If the collective consciousness of the children has had no other focus, I would say that has been it, to really begin to break open the heart um, of the collective for the collective so, as things like this begin to be revealed, as we get frustrated with education systems that don't really work for these kids, or medical and scientific focuses that are really don't even begin to touch the vastness of their being, if just remembering, just kind of putting it in the back of our our heads that the collective consciousness. It's trying to open the heart of humanity. And so as we hear these things coming to the surface, again, instead of sending that energy back through vilifying somebody and making them wrong, blaming them for how long it took, you know, I know all of those things are extremely frustrating, and especially when you're, um, you know, working day in, day out with, children who have some of the challenges that your children have. But if we can, and I know I'm, I'm asking for a tall order here, but if we can literally see these things that are coming to the surface and say something along the lines of, oh, yes, it's finally here. Oh, yes, you know, the children are having their impact. Um, how wonderful. How wonderful that this is coming to the surface if we can go there with an open heart it's not only beneficial for the collective consciousness of the children but it's also beneficial for all of us all of you who have held guilt and blame and you know you yourself have been kind of vilified um as one perspective attempted to Um, justify itself over another perspective so if we can go to the place of open heart, appreciation for the moment that we are in now versus all the moments that have gone before we will actually be facilitating and co-creating with the collective consciousness of the children Um, we will be enhancing the potential and possibility for newer and newer populations of children to be here with all of the gifts that they intend to bring to humanity, but without some of the challenges or the ways in which they had been getting stuck um, in the past. So giving ourselves permission to really open in this heart space Again, we've been talking um, in previous episodes about the ability of an open heart to allow higher dimensional aspects of yourself to interface with the physicality, the physical experience of yourself. But that actually is the portal um, into oneness, if you will. So today we're taking that same concept, to a collective perspective. And so keeping our hearts open in those moments where things come to the surface that might be a little bit challenging to look at, but are in the depths of our being, we know they are truth, right? This is all part of the... Evolutionary process that we're in, and there is an amazing. Uh, I, get, I would use the word sacrifice. Mm, yeah, there is an amazing sacrifice that is going on for for the evolution of collective humanity in certain populations of people. And I, that sacrifice doesn't necessarily need to be a burden. It doesn't necessarily need to be a uh a reason to feel that uh life or humanity's potential is less than it's it's from my perspective anyway, it's clear opportunity all of us to really begin to do the work in consciousness that we're capable of doing. And the scope of that energy, if you look at it for yourself, really gives you an idea of just how big you all are, you know, um, just how enormous the potential is. That comes through families just like yours. And again, the mass consciousness is not there yet. It's not, it's definitely not necessarily ready to hear just what is taking place from consciousness right down into physicality at this time, and definitely not quite ready to take. Um, an interactive role in that, like you all, may be able to. And at the same time, I will completely acknowledge that that role is not an easy one. I mean, it's exactly why I say the same thing at the end of every single Pure Presence All About the Kids episode. You know, it's not an easy role, but it's a role that as we take we not only begin to know who the children are, but we begin to know who we are. We begin to know the bridge that we can provide. We begin to know the vastness of our consciousness. We begin to know that we are, in fact, connected to a collective consciousness and that that our consciousness within that collective actually matters. It 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 actually changes matter. Um, It changes physicality. And so, you know, whether you have children diagnosed with autism yourself or you're working with this population, again, really honoring this population, honoring them for the consciousness that they hold, honoring them for the, the challenges that... The physicality experiences as that the consciousness that they are is trying to, uh, bring about change. You know, all of those, um, that feeling of, of being honored, appreciated, accepted. We all know that when we have that, when we experience somebody offering that back to us. That we open more to who we really are, it's no different than you know it just takes a few of us to have that perspective of of this population and the populations of energetically sensitive children that are following in their footsteps. It only takes us having a love appreciation and acceptance for that population to um to one. Allow them to know that they're reaching us. They're 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 making the connection into consciousness that they're intending to make, and two that that they are able to be more present in your presence because of it. So, really interesting times. Fascinating to watch how much is unfolding how much is coming to the surface in all kinds of ways. And when you see somebody from this population, it might be a really um, amazing thing for both you and them to acknowledge that, yes, very challenging in the physical, but thank you very much for being here to whatever degree you can and holding the energy being the presence that you are um, as far as humanity's evolving consciousness is concerned. So today as we move into this energy segment, um, I'm going to ask the collective consciousness of the children to um, come in and be very close for all of us. Because again, from their perspective, this is all evolving so beautifully, so um, in many ways effortlessly. Um, And yet from our perspective here in the physical reality, these things can be challenging. These things, life can be challenging. So I'm just going to ask the collective consciousness of the children to come in nice and close. I'm going to ask that they assist us in working within this heart energy so that the heart energy stays open both to them and that which gets opened up for a new choice. And anything else that they might think that might really help uh, facilitate our abilities to be fully present, fully here, fully in love with humanity's trajectory and fully welcoming of a population that's showing up simply to try to change things. So if everybody will find themselves comfortable, relaxed, present. And when I say present, present in the physical body. Put your attention in your physical body. And as we put our attention in the physical body, go ahead and bring your awareness to your heart space. And just ask, and ask honestly with the trials and tribulations, with the experiences that you've been through, fighting for your children and being aware of your children, what's the condition of the heart? You know? And so with no blame or shame, with no, with no kind of propensity for that blame or shame to shut the heart down even further, just notice where it is. And we're going to ask the collective consciousness of the children to come in really close. Really close. And begin to move their energy, their consciousness, into this heart space. It's literally like an energetic hand reaching in and taking hold of these hearts. It's like that perspective of the collective consciousness of the children acknowledging the trials and tribulations of being in the physical world and having that perspective, while a brand new perspective was being introduced and has been being introduced to you 24-7, subtle ways and not-so-subtle ways. So, as if your heart was literally in their hands, allowing that heart to open to the consciousness that they are,
0: allowing that
1: heart to open to the love that you have had to learn about the love that goes beyond the physical, beyond the mental, beyond emotional, just allow the heart to relax almost like a, a lotus that is completely opening your going no wayさん itaka yo no moite tai sei seta kyo kono mato no uie sita kyo ko sata yatta so from a soul perspective you and your children have been on this road toward the support of human evolution for a really long time, through epochs of time, through various incarnations throughout those epochs, refining, defining, <laughs> So allowing all of that information all of that awareness, all of that energy, to literally show up now. To show up in the heart, to show up in the cellular memory, to show up in your neurology, your psychology, and your physiology. Nice deep inhale and exhale. Allowing it all to show up as a vast expression of who you really are. Showing your children that. Showing it through the expansion of your awareness many of these kids have been driving you to since the moment they got here, showing it to them through the expansion of your heart, showing it to them through the expansion of your voice in the world. Showing it to them as your grounded presence. Your willingness to be a grounded presence. Even though you know everything that you know. Everything that you've been taught through these eons. Your children into the heart. We're going to amp up that energy just a little bit more here. Here we go. Deep inhale and exhale. And going right into your cellular memory, amping up your cellular memory, specifically as it relates to the evolution of human consciousness. Simply, specifically as it relates to the service. Of your physicality to consciousness. Okay, so you're memory amping that up. Here we go. Koko like so. bye. Uh-huh. Lots of energy moving. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that the collective consciousness of the children have been sharing um, and different energies that I've been connecting with is that, and we've talked about this before, but it's particularly important at this juncture, we have all put in place from a soul perspective certain limitations within us. And we've put those limitations in place specifically so that we could play the human game, specifically so that we could pretend to be limited. Pretty hard to have a consciousness, a divine consciousness, pretend to play a limited human in a limited human experience without putting some things in place to make that happen. Where we are in our current state of human evolution is a state where some of those limitations are literally being able to be uh, let go of, okay? So whatever that means for you, whatever you're hearing me say around this particular topic, I would like you to imagine... That you have certain, um, I'm going to say, like clips, certain places where aspects of you have been pinched off, if you will. Okay, and whatever that looks like for you within within your mind's eye, I would ask that the clips where you've pinched yourself off from your own divinity, where you've pinched yourself off from the higher states of consciousness that you know to be true, just like the children know to be true, and ask that you would call in a sphere of your source consciousness. Backtrack. Call in a sphere of source consciousness, not your source source consciousness, and ask that sphere to pick up any of those places, any of those clips, any of those places where you've pinched yourself off from you, from a soul perspective, where you did it intentionally so that you could play the human game of limitation and collecting that all up in the sphere of your source consciousness and drifting that sphere through the vastness of your being back to source. And let's go back to the DNA without those limitations. And let's enhance that new DNA pattern which has the side effects, if you will, of enhancing consciousness throughout the physical, mental, and emotional body physical. Enhancing the awareness of consciousness through the physical, mental, and emotional bodies. Okay? So back to that DNA. just want to have a little conversation with it, and then we'll go ahead and enhance it with a tone. Here we go. Ah. Feel into the feel into the sound of the light language versus trying to pay attention to what it might mean for your DNA. Um, the the activation, if you will, is actually in the sound, the transmission. Um, so let's just see where we can go here. So kado ko mo yana mai tay kio ko yema yu sa ako lumata yatin. Itay talk yoko na mai kina mai kio o yema So talk yoko na matakia tayo o yita some of you might just remember where you have had other incarnations around the support of the evolution of human consciousness. Some of you might simply begin to feel lighter at the physical, mental, and emotional level. Some of you may remember all kinds of things simply from letting go of this mm, the way in which we've pinched ourselves off. So allowing yourself to notice anything that you notice as your own awakening, as your own awareness. And interestingly enough, you know, this is not pure presence all about the kids and this conversation around um, energetically sensitive children, children diagnosed with autism, and the parents and professionals that support them, this is, a, this is a very small group conversation in the big scheme of things, especially within the topic of autism. But what I want you to really hear and understand is that numbers is not what matters here. What matters is degree of consciousness because the degree of consciousness is what actually impacts the collective humanity, not the number of people who have an incoherent level of consciousness around a particular topic. So the fact that you're willing to be coherent, the fact that you're listening in, the fact that that's a small population, but a coherent population, is really the most important thing. And it is the very thing that allows these new mm, these new states of consciousness to emerge within the collective. It's the very thing that allows us to create new choices having seen what no longer works. Okay, back to the DNA, right to the DNA. Koko From my perspective, you all have come from everywhere within all that is. To remember, to be here, to be present, in many ways functioning with the same challenges in physicality. That your children are reflecting that. you know, functioning with the same challenges because you didn't have access to the full scope of your consciousness, the full scope of who you are. Okay. okay. So a nice remembrance of who you really are so that you can show up as who you really are, right? So let's enhance this DNA awareness, especially now that those limitations are gone. Coco kota ke mate ai and exhale. So you might feel some fluidity around your physicality. With your eyes closed, there may almost feel like there is a movement of energy that's actually moving the physicality. Keep your eyes closed. Allow yourself to just feel that energy that shift in the DNA, shifting the cells, shifting the systems of the body, shifting the structures, everything kind of kind of almost going out of phase and then coming back into phase without the limitation or at least whatever limitations we can get today. So let's go ahead and stabilize this field, your field right from physicality to consciousness itself, to the expression of yourself as physicality, to the expression of consciousness itself. Koko stabilize refine define ground institute and initiate kokomo ta ki na tai deep inhale and exhale,
0: and if
1: you have drifted a bit during this experience, just allow yourself to be right here, right now, and as you are right here, right now, begin to allow your breath to move in and out of the heart space. Allow it to breathe in and out through the body. And go ahead and extend it out. Extend that, that inhale into the heart. Exhale out to the body. Inhale into the heart. Exhale out through the mental emotional body. Inhale into the heart. Exhale out through the dimensional body. Actually, none of it is separate just for the sake of placing your attention there and then inhaling, exhaling all the way back out to the soul, all the way back out to the place where you kind of have always known this trajectory in the support of human consciousness. And then begin to allow the arms and the legs to move with that breath, wiggling your fingers and toes, rotating your neck, shrugging your shoulders, and then three nice deep inhalations and exhalations, and on the third exhale, breathe your eyes open. Breathing your eyes open, allowing yourself to be right here, right now, maybe slightly more here than you were at the beginning of this episode. All right. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your family, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for future autismism certification processes. The next Level 1 practitioner process begins on September 15th and is now open for registration. This will be the last process that I personally will offer. In 2015, the Level 3 practitioners will be offering Level 1. Also beginning in September, Level 2 and 3 practitioners will be offering a course that I created just for parents of energetically sensitive children. This course will be offered from New Zealand, South Africa, and the United States. The next Autism Healing Intention Program will begin in January of 2015. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone at 1 p.m. is the New Consciousness Review with Miriam Knight. Miriam will host Gail Sacre. Gail is a psychic medium, and healer from Yorkshire, England. She'll be discussing her spiritual journey visiting John of God. Please join me again next week, same time, same place, for Pure Presence Aligning to Self. Until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings.
0: Sights and inspiration for our of